We're in week four of our study we've called Flourish, and it's a study of the book of Colossians. This is Monday, October 4th. I was reading that every five years, engineers complete a massive project underwater at the Golden Gate Bridge in San Francisco. Now, if you've driven over that bridge, you know what a beautiful and stunning engineering feat it is. The thing is that the bridge is never more secure than the foundations for the two major towers. The South Tower alone has 125,000 cubic yards of concrete, an immense pad plunging down into the bedrock. The tower rate rises 746 feet above the waterline and 500 feet above the roadway. That's something you can know for sure when you see an immense structure or bridge, a building like that. Below the ground, unseen, is what makes it all possible, an immense foundation securing the structure to the earth. Now, our text for this week begins by explaining the foundation that supports us as we walk with God. Paul the Apostle explains it like this. Therefore, as you have received Christ Jesus the Lord, so walk in him, rooted and built up in him, and established in the faith, just as you were taught, abounding in thanksgiving. That's Colossians 2, 6-7. The whole idea being rooted and established, well, this is repeated in various ways in the New Testament, in the letters of Paul. Here's Ephesians chapter 3, verse 17. That Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith, and that you being rooted and grounded in love. Now that's part of Paul's prayer for the church in Ephesus. But what does it mean? Now in our Flourish study, we're going to spend some of our time thinking about how roots help secure the plant and how they also provide a means of nourishment. Years ago, when my younger brother, Brad, and I would spend time at our family cabin in North Carolina, we would explore the woods. One day we were hiking, and by chance, we came across a native Carolina ginseng plant. If you're not familiar with this plant, the root surprised as a source of energy, and among other things, as an aphrodisiac. At the time, this root was selling for about $150 a pound dried, <laughs> and now it's even more prized. We stumbled upon our first plant and learned the secret about where it likes to grow and how to more easily spot it. The thing about this tiny mountain plant is that it looks so much like all of the other undergrowth plants. It's easy to miss. But it root, its roots are like none of the others. They go deep into the soil and spread out. The most valuable roots come to resemble a human being. And what we came to realize through the years is how intricate and beautiful the root system of this plant is. The major taproot or main root sends out other arms and legs that then send out their own arteries that can be as small and thin as human hairs. These roots have two purposes that I mentioned before. First, the root anchors the plant to keep it secure. 
And then roots provide water and nourishment from the soil to provide the resources the plant needs to grow. Now think about how we are rooted and built up or nourished in Christ. First, Christ provides our connection to God, to God's ways, and to the work of God that he's doing redeeming the world. Jesus is the same yes, yesterday, today, and forever. We can trust in him. As time change, times change, we find our stability in Jesus. He's faithful. He's dependable. He provides us with a rooted security. You could say rooted lives. We know that the love of Jesus for us will never fail, despite what seasons our lives go through. We will see many different seasons in our lives. But second, it's through the root system, through Christ, that we receive spiritual life day in and day out. Christ constantly refreshes us with his kindness and gentleness. His love sustains us. That's the point of that prayer Paul prayed for the church in Ephesus. We are rooted and established in the resource, the deep resources of God's love for us. His love doesn't change with our success or with our failure, with our strength or in our struggling. Jesus remains faithful to us to the end of the age when we will be gathered together into the presence of God. Now I want to go back to the foundation for the Golden Gate Bridge. The engineers send divers to inspect the immense concrete pads that establish the bridge, hold it firm to the earth. They scrape away barnacles and moss and inspect the concrete for cracks and weaknesses by running their hands across it. They do this because they know the bridge cannot stand without a secure foundation. And this is true for our lives as well. Our busy, challenging lives require a secure and strong foundation. And that's what's found in Christ. Now, as I read about the bridge, I wonder how often we inspect the foundation of our lives. Are we careful to build our lives on the truth of the gospel and the assurance of God's love for us in Christ? Let's pray together. Almighty God, we are all builders working to build our lives. We cannot build a life without a stable foundation in you. We know the storms are going to come. The house, the life built on the sand, well, it will not stand. Remind us of this today, that our hope may be in you and in your grace toward us in Christ. For we pray in the name of Jesus. Amen.